0: The kind of interesting thing about senior centers is that they really vary across the country. Uh, Just about every community will have a senior center. Some of them are run by the town. Some of them are run by their counties. Some of them are not funded by taxpayer dollars at all. It really varies on where you live and what you do. And then also, senior centers offer a lot of different services. Some senior centers are really focused on kind of community services, like uh, providing meals and uh, maybe social services, helping people, you know, access nonprofits and things like that, especially in the big cities. And then other senior centers, which are like mine, are more recreation-focused. So although we do some of the social service things, we're really focused on helping seniors have a great, fulfilling. Uh, Uh, life after retirement.
1: Welcome to Aging in Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams. I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, in some cases in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult. This podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, and who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Hi, welcome to Aging in Style. I'm so excited that you're here with us today. We have a great topic for you. We're talking about senior centers and what they're all about, kind of dispelling some myths and um, letting you know what's available out in the communities. So today, we have a special guest, and her name is Jamie Jaco Cooper. She has managed the Flower Mound Senior Center for the past seven years, and she's watched the Seniors in Motion program grow from 600 members in a small 1,800-square-foot building to over 2,400 members in a huge 23,000-square-foot building. And it's absolutely gorgeous. Prior to working with the town, Jamie earned a bachelor's degree in political science from Texas Women's University. And she met her husband Travis while in college and they married 10 years ago and they have one son named Toby. So welcome to the show, Jamie. I'm so excited you agreed to uh, be on. Thank you, I'm really excited to be on with you. Yay. So let's just get started talking about um, senior centers. And what they are and uh, they're not senior communities. (laughs) I kind of messed that up in the beginning and said senior community, just because I'm used to saying that but we're not talking about senior living communities today. We're talking about senior centers. So what, um, what drew you into senior living?
0: Um, So I got interested uh, really working with seniors because of my grandmother, my Ma. Um, We were super close growing up. Um, I used to go um, and visit her on the summers. She would take me thrift store shopping. She taught me how to sew and how to cook. Um, And we just always had a really special bond. And so before working with the town, an opportunity came to me to work at a senior living community as a marketing director. And I just jumped at the chance, jumped at the chance of working with um, other seniors and I quickly learned that I can have hundreds of grandparents
1: <laughs> uh, that I can work
0: with every day. It's
1: kind of awesome. <laughs> I know. Isn't that wonderful? It is. And it, it's interesting in doing these podcasts and talking to people how many people say that they became interested in senior living because of their grandma or their MAS. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> So we were talking earlier about that, you know, people don't really understand what a senior center is. And there's a lot of a lot of myths out there. So tell us what exactly is a senior center?
0: So a senior center is uh, basically a recreation center for people who are are age 50 or better, uh, or at least in our case, 50 or better. The kind of interesting thing about senior centers is that they really vary across the country. Uh, Just about every community will have a senior center. Some of them are run by the town, some of them are run by their counties, some of them are not funded by taxpayer dollars at all. So it, just, it really varies on where you live and uh, what you do. And then also, senior centers offer a lot of different services. Some senior centers are really focused on kind of community services, like uh, providing meals and uh, maybe social services, helping people you know, access nonprofits and things like that, especially in the big cities. And then other senior centers, which are like mine, are more recreation-focused. So although we do some of the social service things, we're really focused on helping seniors have uh, a great, fulfilling uh, life after retirement. You know, staying active, learning new things, staying social, fellowship with other people—so kind of a, a soul-nourishing, I guess, idea is what we is what we do. So those are kind of the different senior centers that are around there. A lot of people, mm-hmm. when they first come in, will think that we are a senior living community at first. I've even had people <laughs> on a tour actually. So so where did
1: everybody live? <laughs> I'm like, that is so all funny. All community. <laughs> 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 and people who visit the senior center, I mean, a lot live in their own homes still, but some are in senior communities and they come and take advantage of the different benefits and activities and things too, right? Oh, absolutely.
0: In fact, um, we've tried to do a really big, uh, you know outreach to our senior living communities because I think it's a great partnership. We definitely, the ones that around here will bring, um, you know, they have buses and they bring their members to our dances, you know, different activities that we're having, you know, mix things up a bit. (laughs) You know, get people out but still in like a good, safe environment for seniors. Um, And, you know, the, the kind of also great thing about that partnership is a lot of our members, when they are ready to move into a senior living community. They know all of the people that are working uh, around those communities. They visited them. We'll have events at different senior living communities. And, you know, they get to really see
1: what things are about before they have to make that decision to move in. Mm -hmm. So they have a good idea of what's available. They've already, you know, they may have some friends at the communities. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, absolutely. And the good thing is because, um, you know, there's so many different types of senior communities, you know, independent living, assisted living, memory care, you know, and it, it can be kind of overwhelming when you have to make that decision. And so we really encourage our members to go and visit all the different types of senior centers. So they, you know, again, when the time comes, they know what's out there and they know, you know, kind of what they're looking for.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. And when you talk about some of the activities that you have there, which I've what I love when I've walked into the senior center many times, as I have, is that there's always something going on. So there may be line dancing or Tai Chi, um, you know, all different types of exercise. And then you also may have people doing like learning computers, you have a whole computer room there, or maybe painting. So I just love that you do it's, it's way beyond bingo. I mean, there is bingo also, but I love that you do so many really fun activities. What are some of the most popular activities. Right.
0: Well, like you said, um, you know, we we are a senior center. So we do have to have the bingo and the card playing. But something that we um, have noticed is that especially for our younger seniors who are coming in, is they're not interested as much in those kind of programs. So we really had to look and find things that they would be interested in. And, um, you know, one of the great things about baby boomers and um, really all of our seniors is that they're not through learning. Um, They want to continue to learn. They want to, you know, learn new things. You know, one of our most popular activities is a partnership we have with our local college, the University of North Texas, and it's called the OLLI, which is a lifelong learning program. And what it is, is uh, they have college professors that visit the center twice a week, and do um, kind of mini college classes on a variety of different t- subjects, you know, politics, history, art, music, travel, um, and and it is fascinating, um, you know, and and to have actual professors come in, but you don't have to have, like, a test at the end. <laughs> so it's all the learning <laughs> without the stress. A plus. <laughs> um, and then uh, probably another really... Important and popular aspect of our program um, are our kind of active programming. So, like line dancing, which we cannot seem to find a big enough room for. <laughs> as, as soon as we find a big yeah. room, they outgrow it and they need more. Um, we will sometimes have 60 to 80 people at our line dancing. Um, and it's free, it's, it's taught by our members who are volunteers. You know, and then also we have a lot of great fitness classes Um, that was something at our old building I was never able to really get off the ground but once we moved into this big huge building and had a lot more space um, our fitness programs have grown exponentially we started with one we now have over 20 different fitness classes that we offer every week Um, and I regularly have people asking me for more (laughs) Uh, I don't have space for more anymore (laughs) But, um, you know, they really like our group fitness classes because not only, you know, are they fun and engaging, but they get to meet other members and, you know, make friends that way. Uh, You know, we have uh, groups that, you know, every Wednesday they go to this class and then afterwards they go out to lunch and, you know, and they've really created an awesome bond.
1: And that lets them get that very important piece of socialization and not being home isolated. So it gives them a place to go and be busy and exercise Mm -hmm. which is good for us you also do some fun events and I know a lot of them are Mm -hmm. fundraisers to help with the help with the senior community but so some of the ones that I think that I I go to most of them obviously but (laughs) but I have always noticed probably the most well-attended and exciting one is when you have Elvis oh my goodness (laughs)
0: We are so (laughs) thankful to have probably the best Elvis impersonator I've ever seen, uh, Craig Parker. And we have developed just a really good relationship with him. And so he has come here to do different uh, fundraisers for us. We've done, um, you know, we've had him come and do uh, like a 50s style dance, um, a little sock hop. Um, He's come just to do a performance. Um, Last year, he came and did a Sunday brunch where he did, Elvis's gospel and oh my goodness that was amazing there wasn't a dry eye mm. in the entire building it was so beautiful and just something really different um than, than things that we normally offer it was um just joyous and I, don't know, I think everybody felt good when they left
1: yeah that was it was wonderful and the food was amazing too oh my gosh <laughs> So, so much food. So much food. But
0: absolutely. <laughs> delicious. No one was, was, uh, was feeling hungry when they left, that's for sure.
1: The other thing you do, which I think is great because you involve the um, different senior living communities, you do the um, elite chef, yes. which I think is so fun. So tell us about that one.
0: So this was kind of a, an interesting idea that we had, which I, I really, really liked. I didn't know how it was gonna go over, but it has been really popular. And I think we've now had five of them, six of them. I can't even remember. So. Uh, but basically what we do is we invite local chefs from our local senior living facilities uh, to come in and compete. Um, you know, kind of like, um, you know, like a show, like uh, Iron Chef or something. Um, And so we have them all come in and they do a demonstration for us on a dish that they uh, maybe serve at their centers or, you know, just maybe a, a favorite dish that they do. So while they're preparing it, we have servers that are letting all the participants that are there to watch sample all the dishes. Um and we'll normally have about, you know, 150 to 200 participants there. So they have to create, you know, quite a bit. And then once everyone has done their demonstration and everyone has sampled the food, all of the participants vote on their favorite. So we tally those up and then the winner receives a trophy. And then also mm-hmm. uh I've declared the elite chef, you know, winner of Flower Mound. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it is a super fun event. It's a lot of work, I'm not gonna lie. It is. Um but it is well worth it. It is well it is so, so, so fun. And the food is delicious. Um, you know, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this is people think of, you know, senior living food is like hospital food. But let me tell you that is not the case with our people. I mean, this food is
1: yeah awesome. <laughs> it is so good it was yeah it's we had some very delicious food the last time we did it and i think it was january it's when we it normally is held and it was fabulous oh yeah <laughs> some other things that y'all do um you go you have a bus right so you go out and do some events, go to the Arboretum or go, you know, different places, right?
0: Absolutely. Um, So we actually have two buses now. Um, Our trip program has always been super popular. And once we moved into this building, and we saw our membership explode, it was very evident that we needed a second bus. So we can actually take up to 50 members um, to different places. And we go, I mean, all over the place It's probably the most fun part of my job. Um, We will go to To restaurants, we go to museums. We've taken trips, you know, as far as Waco um, to go shopping. We'll do. Uh, we've done special tours of, you know, different places around town. We go to the casino up in Oklahoma and go gambling. You know, that's popular. <laughs> Yes. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's really great because, um, you know, DFW, not that we have a wonderful transportation system, but it is always full of traffic. And so our members don't want to go to downtown Dallas to go, you know, see our beautiful museums. And, um, you know, they don't want to drive all the way to Fort Worth. Um, you know, the roads are always changing. And so this is a way that we can, you know, help our members still get out there and be active.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. Another thing that I see—you have a lot of volunteers there, so I think it also gives you the opportunity. If you're a senior and you want to volunteer, you have opportunities there as well, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. We have a little over a hundred volunteers, which is insane to me. <laughs> I
1: can't <laughs> I didn't believe know it was that how many, many. <laughs>
0: want to volunteer. Yeah, um, and you know the great thing is a lot of our volunteers will start off saying, "Well, I'm I'm not really old enough to come to the center. There's really nothing here that I." I want to do. I don't like to play bingo, but I'd love to volunteer and, you know, and help out all the little old ladies, you know, and then they get here and they realize uh, that's not what's here. (laughs) And then they become some of our most active members. (laughs) They're like, oh, y'all do trips and you have fitness classes and I want to go to that party and um, all of that. But yeah, um, I don't know what we would do without our volunteers. Um, A lot of our volunteers teach some of our most popular classes, um, you know, creative writing writing poetry. Uh, I mentioned line dancing earlier. So it's great for our members who, you know, still want to be out there and be leaders and teachers to show what they know and share it with our other members. Um, And, you know, one of the reasons why we're able to offer so many classes is because we have so many volunteers.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned the age and, and it's kind of funny. I know you, it's, you can, Become a member at age fifty, and I will say when I turned fifty, I thought, "Mm -mm, "No, (laughs) I'm not going to join." I am a member now. Thank you. (laughs) And I saw I saw the error of my ways. So uh, yeah, when you walk in and you see these amazing Tai Chi classes and yoga, and I'm like, I want to do all of that. So um, so all that is available, and it's amazing. Um, Another thing I want to touch on. And and this is where I think that y'all have been just uh, outstanding what you've been doing through COVID-19. So obviously, when COVID-19 hit, you had to close down the senior center right, you know, to keep everyone safe. And you started doing a lot on Facebook Live. And I go and check you out every day, because I just think y'all are amazing. And y'all are funny, and (laughs) just do all kinds of great things. So I want to talk about some of the things you've done, um, you know, through COVID-19, and how the seniors have adapted to really using the technology,
0: right? The week before we shut down, when you know, we could sort of see the writing on the wall, we didn't really know what to do. We didn't, (laughs) obviously no one's been through this before. So, um, you know, I had a meeting with my staff. We closed on a Friday. I had a meeting with my staff on the Thursday before that. And I was like, all right, we have got to figure out what we're gonna do. Because one of the most dangerous things for seniors to do is Stay home and become isolated and not have those community connections. And so we're like, well, we can't let that happen to our members, so we really need to figure out a way to keep things going. So the first thing that we tackled was our lunches. We serve lunches um, every Tuesday and Thursday. And so we had to come up with a way to serve our lunches. So what we decided to do was uh, do a curbside pickup. So we have all of our members will order lunch. Um, They have to order ahead of time, uh, have to pay with a credit card. We don't accept any cash. And then uh, on the day of the lunches, they just drive through, we have everything packaged and ready to go, including their dessert, because dessert's very important. Of and then, and, um, yeah, and then so they just come through, we check their name off the list and hand them a meal and keep it going.
1: Where do the meals come? Are they donated from restaurants, or they purchase from restaurants? How does that work, mm-hmm. and how much does it cost the seniors?
0: So we work with a local organization called Metroport Meals on Wheels. It's a nonprofit organization, and what they do is they work with local restaurants in our area, and you know, negotiate prices and and whatnot. So we have. You know, meals from local restaurants like Mama's Daughter's Diner, which is kind of like a good home cooking diner and swirl bakery, Mm -hmm. as well as kind of some national chains like Boston Market or Rosa's uh, Tortilla Factory. So it's a a big variety um, of different meals that we get. And so they will bring them over here and they're all kind of catering size portions. And so we have to package (laughs) them up individually, um, you know, in to go boxes and put them in a bag and then send them out. Oh, and I'm sorry, you asked about price. So yeah, our how members much cost? for this get uh, are only pay $4 per meal. Yeah, and this yeah. is, again, a restaurant-quality meal,
1: plus a dessert. <laughs> <laughs> that important dessert. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then I know that you've done some really cool things, that I, just kind of fun things. Tell us some of the – I know you've continued with exercises right. through Facebook Live, and you've done games and, and – mm-hmm art projects? I don't Tell us what you've done. I just think it's been so creative. Thank you.
0: Um, so uh, like I said, that day that we all sat down <laughs> to try and figure out what we were going to do, uh, we literally opened up our regular newsletter and decided what we can and can't do over Facebook. I know a lot of senior centers and some other places have really tried to work with Zoom, but we didn't want to go through that because uh, we don't want to let anybody out. We have done a couple of programs through Zoom, but Just about everybody knows how to log on to Facebook. And even if you don't have a Facebook account, you can still log on to our Facebook page and participate in any of the things that we were doing. So that was the route that we decided to go. Yeah, we we all kind of looked at what it is we're good at doing. I love to craft, so instantly I was like, okay, we're going to do some virtual craft classes. So we started doing upcycled crafts where only using things that you could find at home. So, you know, we've made artwork work out of uh, newspapers, Um, you know, we recycled old tin cans into planters, we, uh, you know, took plastic jugs and made them look like really nice, you know, kitchen decor, so different things like that with, you know, just using things that you have at home other things that we've done is uh, we do a a weekly trivia game uh, on Facebook live so you can play along um, as we're doing it. And then of course our fitness classes, which are definitely our most popular videos. We are so thankful. Uh, We have, I want to say seven fitness teachers and six of the seven have all done free fitness videos for our members. They've either come in to the senior center and we've filmed them. Or uh, we have a couple that have done them at home or in you know their home studio um, and, and emailed them to us. Um, and so we have been able to do at least two to three fitness videos every week, which is so great because not only are our members you know, staying active, but they're seeing those teachers that they were seeing every week again. And then, yes, my, me and my staff also do a weekly <laughs> <laughs> uh, stand-in dance video, which is kind of a, a hybrid chair fitness video um, which are also which are all super goofy and I am not a fitness expert <laughs> but it's fun you know we play fun music and we just kind of get up and move and um, and our members really really love those.
1: Yeah I, I think so I think they're really cute. Um, so how have the seniors adapted to technology? So have you found that more are getting on technology now because of this? I think everyone's forced to get on technology more. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you know, TV can only bring so much entertainment, right? Um, and you know, you misremember. remember members. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so we, uh, again, really focus on Facebook and doing Facebook videos and stuff. And we have seen our um, activity on Facebook Skyrocket. I mean, we're normally we would get you know maybe a couple hundred likes or uh, you know something on a post. So you know now we're regularly regularly seeing like you know five hundred views, um, you know up to a thousand views for different things that we've done. But also we know that not everybody uses Facebook. But I would you know, guess that most people have an email address, (laughs) and we are lucky to have all of our members' email addresses, so we also send out a daily email um, where we have, uh, we send out a fitness video, it's usually a a YouTube video for seniors, um, or maybe a link to one of our videos from our Facebook page, Um, you know, it'll have recipes, games, you know, different fun things. And then we can also announce uh, whatever special events that we have coming up. You know, so special events have always sort of been our thing. Um, you know, we, I love to throw a party. <laughs> and I will, I will <laughs> yes, always find do. an excuse and you do a, great to throw job. a party. <laughs> Um, And those have been really popular. People have been participating and, you know, really playing along with us, which is fun.
1: I know. I noticed you did, I think it was dog selfies last week and people had pictures of their dogs. (laughs) I thought that was so sweet. And
0: last Thursday, uh, anybody who brought their dog to lunch, the dogs got a dog treat too.
1: (laughs) Aww. I think y'all have done such a great job of keeping the seniors connected and I, I think once COVID is over yeah. because it will end at some point that you'll you'll really see more people understanding what the senior center you know, does and and really, you know, making that have already made that connection with you. I really think you're going to see more activity. So I know that you meet so many seniors, and I know that you probably have you know hundreds of stories of inspirational seniors. But is there one inspirational senior that just really stands out in your mind?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, again, we have so many, like you said, amazing seniors. We have seniors who have done incredible things throughout their lives. They're big help around here, um, but. But the senior that really sticks out in my mind is someone who um, just really helps me appreciate why we do what we do. Um, his name is Richard, um, and we met him a couple of years ago, shortly after his wife passed away. Um, and Now, I have a front desk staff, so I am very rarely kind of up front at the computer, but I just so happened to be at the computer the day that he walked in. And you could tell just he was hurting, um, and, and his wife had just passed away maybe, like, two weeks before. I mean, it was really soon afterwards. And he was just, you know, mourning and, and upset. And, you know, they had been married for over 50 years. Um, you know, they were, ev- they were each other's lives. You know, he, he said that she was the one that planned all the activities that they were going to do, planned all the <laughs> meals, all of that. And so when she passed away, he didn't know what to do with himself and so he you know was like well I'm gonna I'm gonna try the senior center and he's like you know I'm, I'm kind of younger than some of these people he's in his 70s so <laughs> I was like oh okay but <laughs> you know I'm, I'm gonna see if there's something I can do here and you know he he really quickly got involved and met people and especially for men I think men have a harder time uh, coming in here uh, again you know they're not all men are as social as, you know, women, women can kind of come in and start up a conversation about shoes with anybody. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he um, kind of slowly but surely, you know, started coming in, meeting people, you know, we noticed he was sort of coming to a lot of events and kind of, you know, maybe not talking to everybody. But slowly but surely, he really started opening up. And next thing we knew, he was at everything. And, you know, he has become one of our more active members. If we if we have a party, he's going to be there. If we um, need help with anything, you know, he, he will jump in to help even when I tell him not to. <laughs> um, but the <laughs> wonderful thing is he actually met um, a woman and um, they have been uh, dating ever since. You know, he, he says he's Aww. not going to get married, but, you know, just to have this wonderful companion and she is just the sweetest person too. But really since they started dating, and she's really active in the senior center too. They have just been really taking advantage of everything. And uh, the reason why he touches my heart so much is because he, uh, he pulled me aside one day and he's like, Jamie, you know, if it wasn't for the Flower Mound Senior Center, he's like, I would be dead right now. He's like I, you know, I just had really after my wife passed away, lost the will to live. I couldn't find a way to be happy. And he's like, you know, knowing I can come here, knowing I can see my friends, um, you know, knowing that I've I've made new friends and found new hobbies and, you know, new passions and loves, you know, keeps me going. And that's why we do what we do. You know, we we want to be,
1: Absolutely. you know, that place for everyone. I love that story. That's beautiful and that is, I mean, that's the reason that that you're there. And, and I think people need to understand what the senior center is. And no, it's not a place where you go live. You, yeah. st- <laughs> you still live in your home. But you get all these benefits of, of making friends, of socialization, and especially someone like this gentleman you mm-hmm. just talked about. So I just, I love that story. And as Jamie said, I mean, there's senior centers everywhere, you know, throughout the country. So they're all a little different, but they all basically have the same, you know, the same thing, you know, they're offering a way for people to connect. And if you're in the Flower Mound area, I do want to tell you how or have Jamie tell us how you can find the Flower Mound Senior Center. And uh, find them on Facebook right now, which is Very important. You want to you want to go on Facebook and check them out. (laughs) So tell us, Jamie, how can we get in touch with you? Um,
0: Well, again, since we are closed, um, most of our activities are on Facebook Live right now. So you can find us on Facebook, whether or not you have an account on Facebook. Um, You can Google Flower Mound Seniors in Motion. That's Seniors in Motion, Um, and um, or if you are on Facebook, just you know, search for senior Flower Mound Seniors in Motion. I mean you can access all of our videos. You can are more than welcome to participate in any of our activities. We'll put you on our email list if you want. Our memberships are so stinking cheap. If you live in Flower Mound, they're ten dollars a year. If you live outside of yes, yeah, a year, a year. <laughs> If you live outside of Flower Mound, they're twenty dollars a year, um, and you get to access all of our programs and things. Most of which we try and do for free or you know as cheap as possible. I am I am super frugal. We are located at twenty seven hundred one West Windsor Drive in Flower Mound, right across the street from um, the Texas Presbyterian Hospital, and right behind
1: Medea, <laughs> from <a> scratch, <laughs> which is a super delicious restaurant, by the way. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs>
1: so we'll. Great. Great. We'll also put this information um, in the podcast, we'll have it all typed into the notes and stuff so that we can find you. And I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I just have always felt it was very valuable information for people to know about senior centers. My grandmother went to a senior center in the early 90s in uh, Louisiana, which was a lot different than this one, but it still offered her those opportunities to be social and meet other people. And, and I think it just really, you know, Adds to quality of life, and that's what what it's all about, really. So,
0: absolutely, and that's what we're that's what we're here for is to help our members have a better quality of life after they retire.
1: Yes, well, thank you, Jamie. Appreciate you being on, and I love all the work that you're doing. You're amazing.
0: Thank you, and we appreciate all your help. You helped us out so much, so thank you for that.
1: Uh, sure, you're welcome. So, thanks <laughs> for listening, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye bye.